Welcome to Winning the World for Christ, a Christ Church Way of the Cross podcast with Bishop Ronald Frazier. Christ Church proudly celebrates 20 years of ministry and service to God. Now, here's Bishop Frazier with today's message. What type of ground are you? Matthew chapter 13, beginning at verse number one. The same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside, and great multitudes were gathered together unto him, so that he went into a ship and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he had sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside. And the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth and forthwith they sprung up because they had no depthness, deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But others fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. Who have ears to hear? Let him hear. Verse number 18. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received the seed by the wayside. But he that receiveth the seed into stony places, the same is he that heareth the word and with joy receiveth. Yet he hath not root in himself, but doeth for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, by and by, he is offended. He also that receiveth among the thorns is he that heareth the word and the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becometh unfruitful. But he that receiveth seed into the good ground, 
as he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some in hundred, some sixty, and some thirty. I want to ask the question, what type of ground are you? What type of ground are you? Well, preacher, what are my choices? Well, I can be the wayside, the stony places, the one among thorns, or prayerfully good grounds. Father, speak to our hearts the words of life. Show us the type of ground that we are. And mold us and shape us and mend us and make us into good grounds. So that when the seed is sown, when the word is planted, when the word goes forth, we can receive it, understand it, and take it into our spirit. Bless us now in Jesus' name. Amen. As you can see, and you already know that the seed is the word of God. Uh If you are going to grow this year, it's very clear that you need the word of God. You are as strong as the word that you have in you. If you're wondering why you're weak and not kind of just half stepping and half moving, you don't have word in you. It takes the word of God to keep you. Set it as a goal. I'm going to get God's word in my life this year. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get God's word. Well, Pastor, you got to help me because I don't know how to do this. This seems a little difficult. Give me some practical ways to get God's word into my spirit. You say in order for me to grow, in order for me to have the good ground and be that good ground that the seed or the word going to, I have to. I want to do some work. I know that. Give me some steps. Well, one way to do that is by reading God's word. While I try to read God's word and I don't understand it, it just seems fruitful. Let's try another translation, the New King James. Maybe that might help, a different translation. But you have to take God's word in. I mean, you can listen to the Bible on CD. The dramatized version of the Bible is a wonderful way of taking God's word in. I still don't get it. Well, get the children's version of the Bible and let hear, hear it in story form. You're laughing, but I was talking to a gentleman who was a Christian or is a Christian, and I was just asking him some basic fact like Noah, and he didn't even know what I was talking about. I said, come on, brother. First of all, you need to get a child's Bible. Go get those little videos, kitty videos, so you can at least have what we learned as children in Sunday school. To understand the stories. So that's a practical way of doing it. What's another way? Well, let's say today is the 4th of January, January 4th. On the 4th of January, I will read Proverbs chapter 4. 5th of January, I'll read Proverbs chapter 5. Whatever today's date is, that would be the book of Proverbs that I would read for that particular day. You understand what I'm saying? A Proverbs for whatever date it is. And when you read it, just say, Lord, speak to my heart through a verse in this particular chapter of Proverbs. I used to do that when I was in college. would read the proverb and find out what God will say to me through that book of Proverbs based on 
that day. Well, you say, well, Pastor, that's so childish. That's so, mm, I don't, mm, that's too easy. See what I mean? <laughs> Here's a strategy that you can use to help you interact with God's word. Well, I say, I can do a little more than Proverbs. Then do Proverbs a day and do a psalm a day. If the day is the 4th of January, go into Psalms 4 and read Psalms 4 and see what the Lord is speaking to you through Psalms 4. And use, have a journal or use your calendar and write it down. Write the thought that God gives you from that particular verse a day. It's a way to interact with God's word. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to put you on a course to help you better interact with God's word. Another way of doing it is start with the book of John. And read the book of John through to begin to know who Jesus is. Go read through the book of John. Or you can start at Matthew and read through the New Testament. You can start at Genesis and read through the entire Bible. There are ways to do this. So I'm trying to put you on the track. You can read through the Bible. You can listen to the Bible on tape. You can listen to the Bible on CD or DVD. You can get God's word, but you have to, you need to interact with God's word if you're going to get strong. Let me put it in a practical term. I want you to eat once, one meal for a whole year. What's wrong with that picture? You're not going to, you're going to starve. You're not going to be able to survive. Okay. I'll be nice. I'll let you come one Sunday a month. One Sunday a month. I'm going to eat God's word. Well, what happened if you ate naturally one time a month? You'll be in trouble. I'm going to eat once a week. When I come to church on Sunday, Pastor Frazier, it's your job to teach me God's word, to preach to me God's word, put God's word in me so I can come on Sunday morning and get God's word, and that's going to be enough to take me through the whole week. Yeah, I'm, we have those good old Sunday dinners, but those good old Sunday dinners only last. Yeah, right. You said Sunday, but before Sunday night is over, you're going back into the refrigerator snacking. Oh, Lord, don't make me talk about that potato salad and those collard greens and those yams. Okay, I'll be nice. Okay, that's a meal that we get once a day. So we need to get God's word. Become interactive with his word through reading the word, through listening to Bible on CD, listen to the Bible on DVD, listen to the Bible through our MP players. We can download the word of God. We have to interact if we're going to grow this year. And I'm telling you, you put the word in you, it's going to take you to a whole nother level. McDonald's has junk food, and, and that's fine. Burger King's, those fast food restaurants, that's good. You know, sometimes you just want a quick meal. But when you really want to do some good eating, some good serious eating, you go right on past those fast food restaurants, and you stop at a place where you can get a good meal. And that's what we need our spirit to be getting some good meal, some good word to feed us, to come into our spirit. So I said a psalm a day. I said the proverb a day. We can listen to Christian radio. There's some broadcasts. I get up first thing in the morning, turn that radio on, 105.1. I turn it on and I get God's word to come into my spirit so I can listen on a daily basis. I'm following some of those radio personalities because I enjoy the word that's being planted in my spirit. So a regular routine of Christian 
radio. We have TV, Christian TV. There's some channels that you need to be tuned into. You can lock it in on your TV and where you can go back and watch it anytime. Just get God's word in your spirit. Well, why is this necessary? Because if I'm going to grow, I must use every avenue that I can tap into to get God's word into my spirit. This year is my year to grow. This year, I want to do better. I want to grow. So you said I need to read God's word. I need to interact with God's word. Yes. How else? What else do I need to do? I need to pray. I need to get into a regular routine of prayer. In fact, that's nice to be on your knees and sit down on your knees and just kneel before the Lord and be able to pray. That's wonderful. But sometimes you've got to learn how to walk and pray. You've got to learn how to talk and pray. You've noticed that every time you get on your knees to pray, you're falling asleep. You're falling asleep. Well, it's difficult to walk and fall asleep. Okay, I know you have sleepwalkers, but it's difficult to walk and fall asleep. So maybe you may train, change your routine, and while you're walking, you're praying. But you say, well, preacher, I can't pray with my eyes open. The Bible says watch as well as Okay, so you can pray even with your eyes open. You have to be in a prayer mode. And as you develop your relationship with God, begin to talk to him, you don't need that formal dear Heavenly Father that sits on the throne that's way out there, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. No, 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 Lord Jesus, this is me. I need to talk to you. I need to fellowship with you. And you'll find yourself as you're going through the day, Praying, getting in that prayer mode, saying, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless his name. I find myself just saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm going into a prayer mode, even while I'm working, even while I'm driving. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going into that prayer mode because you've got to program yourself to talk to your God, to interact with him. I want to grow this year. So what am I going to do? I'm going to pray. And then fasting. All right, what am I doing? Do I wait till midnight and anoint my head at midnight? And I remember as kids, we would pray, for, we would fast from midnight to midnight. We couldn't wait till midnight come. We would anoint our head and then go on to bed and wake up and say, oh, I'm fasting today. No food, no drink, no nothing. We, 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 that's how the saints of old had us fasting. We had nothing, no water, no food, nothing, nada, nothing, nothing. We went complete fasting. And that was one way they taught us to fast. And then they said, okay, you guys are in school. We'll tell you what. You fast from 9 to 3. And we prayed for 3 o'clock to come so we could eat. <laughs> or from 6 to 6. I'm not telling you how to fast. I'm just saying take some time to fast. There's that Daniel fast where you do liquid. You want soup and you're using Water, and I encourage you to take your water and take your medicine uh, or liquids and juices. There's that juice fast. Fast people gone from fasting for meat or dessert or, or, or telephone or TV or disciplining themselves. But you need a regimen of fasting. Fasting disciplines your flesh. There's some things you want to shake off you. you this time come through prayer and fasting. Take time to fast. You need to fellowship. Fellowship is getting in God's word, attending good revivals, a good service. I just can't come to church once a week and expect to make it. I need it more than once a week. 
So I need to either hit the Monday night prayer service or come out Thursday night for the Bible class or find another prayer service. Some means to get into fellowship on a regular basis. Why is all this important? Because you just read the 13th chapter of Matthew and you said Jesus, notice in verse 1, the same day Jesus went out of the house and he sat by the seaside. So he's sitting down by the seaside. Verse 2 said, this great multitudes were gathered together unto him so that he went into a ship and he sat and the whole multitude stood on the shore. Well, I already know from studying that he sat by the seaside, which is telling me he was teaching by the seaside. And the people came and it was so many folks that he went into the ship and he sat on the ship. The position that he's in, he's seated. He sat. That tells me he's in a teaching mode. Contrary to the way we teach, Jesus sat at times to teach, to give a lesson. So from here, he's in a teaching posture. He's in a teaching position. He wants to impart information to us. And so as he sat, here come the folks around him. He began to teach them in parables. And these parables are stories so you can get it. I may not get it always, but if you put it in such a way that I can understand it, I could grab the story and then apply the meaning that the story has to offer. He taught in parables also because there were some folks who would go away saying, huh, I don't get it. It's a mystery. He made it plain so that the kingdom of heaven, the mysteries of the kingdom of God, will be known to those who were supposed to be revealed unto. Because if you have ears, you would hear what the Spirit will say unto the church. You have spiritual eyes, you would see the point that Jesus was trying to make. And for those that were among him that was trying to just criticize him, they wouldn't get it. Look at the parable. He spake unto them. He said, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And he's talking about himself. Jesus is the sower. You can be the sower. Pastor Frazier is sowing right now. I'm sending out seeds. Seeds are like the word of God. I'm passing the word of God out. Wherever my voice is being heard, the seed is being sown. I must warn you that as the seed goes out, as this good, holy word of God goes out, that there's a devil, there's a demon, a sign in the form of a bird in some cases to take away the seed. I plant grass seeds. When I put the grass seeds out, if you notice, the birds come and try to eat the seed so the grass will not grow. You can plant certain seeds. And if you notice in the field, there's a scarecrow there. The purpose of the scarecrow is to scare away the birds, to cause the birds to go away. Because wherever seed is, the birds are going to come to take away the seed, to eat the seed that you are hearing. And that's why the enemy is telling you right now to turn the radio station, not to listen to the CD. Don't get into God's word. Don't study God's word. But you need to understand that's just the birds trying to distract you and say, I am going to hear what God's word is telling me to hear because this is my year to grow. Lord, I want to grow. And the word is being sown as the seed was sown. 
it fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. It fell among the wayside. Yes, let's go on down and let's understand. Verse 19, when one heareth, when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, you can hear it, but not understand it. Okay, I don't understand. How can I understand except some man guide me? I hear God's word, but I don't understand it. It says, then cometh the wicked one and catches away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received the seed by the wayside. The seed is sown and the enemy comes. Uh-huh. And he tries to take away that which is sown. Lord, I don't want your word taken away from me. When I hear your word, I want to be able to take it in and receive it. The word goes forth. Uh-huh. You hear it. You understand it not. And then the wicked one comes to take it away. And understand that every time God's word goes forth, there's coming a bird to take the word away. There's a distraction. All of a sudden, I got to go to the bathroom. All of a sudden, I'm thinking about what I left at home, what I got to do when I finish this message, what's happening. My mind is being distracted. It's the birds trying to take God's word. You better capture those thoughts and shush those birds away and say, no, I'm going to get the word of God because I don't want this seed just to fall by the wayside. I want to take it in and grow this year. And then the second one is stony places. It says that the seed and verse number five, some fell among stony places where they had not much earth and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. There was no depth there. The word is sown. The seed goes out and there's a little earth, but there's a lot of rocks. There's a lot of hardness. There's a lot of situation. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of issues. And now that the word is going forth, the word is being sown. I, I caught it. I have the word. The birds are not taken away. And what little word that I have is beginning to grow up. It's beginning to spread. I see some change. I see some things I'm about to let go. I see progress in my life. I'm not there yet, but I'm better than where I first was. The word is being sown. I'm receiving the word, but there's not much earth. Uh huh. And notice the key word. There's no roots here. There's no depth. Uh -huh. It says, verse 6, and when the sun was up, they were scorched because they had no roots and they withered away. Your root system is where you receive the nutrients you need to survive as a plant. The deeper the roots, the greater the chances that you will survive. You can tap into an underlying source of water. You can take in the water. Yes, it rains, and that's great, all the great rain. But that water that's underground, you can bring it up through your roots, pull it up through your system, and be, begin to grow and to develop. And that's what I'm trying to let this word do. Let it soak in. 
so you can pull it up through your roots, pull it into your system, that when you go through a trial, when you go through a tribulation, I heard pastors say that no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. I heard pastors say that this was going to be the year that God was going to bless me, that God was going to deliver me, that God was going to bring me out. I heard pastors say that God was going to heal, that God was going to set us free, and I believe I'm taking God's word, I'm bringing it to pass, but what happens when you have no root? The sun comes out, mm-hmm, and there's a melting away process. Verse 20, he that receiveth the seed into stony places, the same as he that heareth the word, and an oil and with joy received it. Yet he have, verse 21, Matthew 13, 21, yet he have not root in himself, but doeth for a while, for when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, by and by, he is offended. Okay? Persecution comes. Uh-huh. You have no root. You stand for a short while, and then you become offended. I'm offended by that. Hmm. That offends me. I don't like that. It's not going the way I desire. But you got to understand that persecution and tribulation will come. Trials will come. When the suffering comes or the persecution comes because of the message, because of the word, it says he at once turns against it. You're offended. It does not, he's not preaching quite the way I want him. It caused me to rebel. He is at once repelled. Yeah, uh-huh. He at once gives it up. I said I was going to be a Christian. I said I was going to make this New Year resolution. I said I was going to do better, but mm, too hard. Forget it. Change my mind. Second thoughts. No, no, no. You got to make a start. Lord, I've started with you. And I'm going to finish with you because I don't want this word just to grow up. And when the sun comes out for me to turn around and walk, that's stony place. And nope, don't want the word to fall in stony place. And you receive it with joy. Yeah, I'm all emotional. And that's what I love, the singing and the worship. And that, oh, that's great. But you know what? Give me the word. Because what's going to keep me when it's all said and done? It's the word of God. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Verse number seven, Matthew 13 and seven. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. Oh, God. Listen to verse 22. Some fell among thorns. He also that received seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becometh unfruitful. Okay, I was doing good. I was started out. I was on the right path. But all of a sudden, the cares of this world has choking out the word that I have. Don't you understand that there are folks that's not happy that you're saved? There are folks that's not happy that you're in the church, that you belong to the house of God, and they're going to do everything in their power to pull you out. I talked about the wheat and the tares growing together. There are folks that want to choke 
the word that you have among you. And that's why you got to ask God to give you the wisdom and the knowledge to do the right thing, to go in the right places, to make the right choices so that your word will not be choked out when you grow up among thorns. I'm talking about, listen to this experiment. If I take a small cup and I put some dirt in the cup and I put one or two seeds there, okay, it'll grow up. But if I take another small cup and I put some dirt in it or soil in it and I put a hundred seeds in that one cup, what's going to happen to that cup that have all those seeds and all that stuff in it? When it's time to grow up, it's not going to have much room. It's going to be choked out. It's too crowded. And you got to understand for you to have Jesus and hip hop and Jesus and this lover and Jesus and that lover and Jesus and this party and Jesus and that situation and Jesus and that all that foolishness together and trying to grow up in the same pot. It's not going to work. It's something that's going to be choked out. And if you're not careful, your word is going to be choked out. And that's why you got to say, Lord, separate me. Spread it out so I can have room because I want to grow this year. This is my year for growth. And I want you to do all that is necessary for me to grow this year. My God, my God. Sprung up and choked them. You know what it feels like to be choked? I can't breathe. My air is cut off. I'm short-winded. What is choking you this year? What choked the one that was in the scripture? The deceitfulness of this world. The cares of this world begin to choke him. Look at verse 22. Uh-huh. He also that received seed among the thorns, and he that was sown among the thorns. This is what he did. Is he that heareth the word. Faith comes by hearing, by the word of God. And the cares of this world, the anxiety of the ages, but the cares of life, then the worries of the time. Can you imagine what time we're living in when our economics are being questioned, when banks are failing, when businesses are folding, when the government has to step in and build, bail out these great corporations? The time that we are living in, the Bible talks about men's hearts would fail them because of fear. You can worry yourself into a fit, not knowing how in the world are you going to come out of your situation. If you're not careful, it can choke the word of God that's in you. But you've got to say, but my God shall supply all of my needs. Don't know how, don't know when, but I just believe that God's going to do it for me. God's going to give me a breakthrough. God's going to give me a miracle. God's going to give me a new beginning. And yet the enemy wants to distill what I have. But God, I'm taking your word and I'm clinging to your word. I'm making hold on to nothing else, but I'm holding on to your word. Do you see it? The worries of this. He gives up and says, yeah, you, you give up. You're offended. You're turning again. The cares of this life. Begin to grow up. And the deceitfulness of riches. That's the glamour of wealth. Uh -huh. Wealth has power. Wealth has glamour. Uh -huh. There's something that allures us to wealth. If you understand what I'm trying to say. Uh-huh. The delight of being rich. The deception caused by rich. 
you got to understand, the Bible talks about it's easier for a camel to go through the eyes of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And I know in your mind said, okay, wait a minute, camel trying to go through the eye of a needle, it's impossible. So that means rich people can't go to heaven. Okay, let's get clarification. The needle was a plow, was an entranceway. And in order for the camel to go through the eyes of a needle, you know, the camel has a load on his back. He carries the load, not just the hump, but the load, the cargo that he was carrying. And in order for the camel to go through that passageway called the needle, he had to unload the camel, take the load off his back, the camel's back. And then the camel had to get on its knees and crawl through the passageway. Am I making myself plain? So the camel could go through the eye of the needle, but he had to unload his cargo from off his back, get on his knees, and crawl through the entrance. And when he got on the other side, he could load his his cargo back up, get up off his knees, and go on his journey. So understand that the camel can go through the eyes of the needle. In other words, God's going to bless somebody. Let me, Holy Ghost. But you've got to understand you can't trust in your 401k because they will fail you. You can't trust in your iris because they will fail you. You can't trust in the stock market because it will fail you. But you can put your trust in Jesus who said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken him, nor his seed begging bread. So yes, the camel is going through the eyes of the needle. You can be saved and you will be saved. Do you see it? Oh, and choke the word. Uh, completely choke the message so that it gives no return. Put a stop to the growth of the word. And that's what the enemy wants to do today. He want to stop you from hearing the word. He want to block your ears. He want to stop your ears up. He want to give you a spiritual earache so you can't hear what God is saying. But I made up my mind. I'm growing this year. You can go with me or you can sit in your seat. But I'm growing this year. And Lord, whatever it takes for me to grow, I'm willing to do it. Well, what about that last verse? It says, and some fell on good ground. Yeah. And when you fall on good ground, what happens? You're going to get an increase. And they got an increase. The one that fell on good ground that was sown, it says, but he that receiveth the seed into good ground, verse 23, is he that heareth the word. So you got to hear the word. That's one thing. And understandeth the word. Right. Not only do you got to hear it, but you have to understand it because you can hear something but not understand it. And saints, I'm trying to make it and do my job to make sure you understand what you hear. Now, the part you got to do is live it. You hear it, you understand it. Oops, but I can't live it. No, you're going to live this thing. And when you do that, you're going to, which also beareth fruit. You're going to bear fruit. God's going to make it prosper. Not only are you going to be blessed, but the people that you interact with, they will be blessed. God's going to give you a blessing. You planted the word. You received the word. You understand the word. And now God's going to make you fruitful. You're not going to be like that fig tree that's bearing and not bearing no fruit. No, I'm going to bear some fruit. This, this year is going to be a fruitful year for me. I'm going to be able to look back and see the result of me sharing God's word and planting 
planting God's word, taking the CDs, giving the CDs to somebody on my job, somebody in my home, sharing a track, passing God's word out, listening to Christian radio, watching Christian TV. I'm going to see the results of me doing the right thing, and I'm going to get an increase. Lord, what type of increase? And some brought forth a hundredfold. My God, my God, what a percent, 100% return on my investment. That's a good investment. God's going to bless my investment. Some going to invest and receive 60% back. That's still a good investment on your return. And others are going to get 30% back on your investment. So you're trying to figure out what will I invest in this year? God's word. What am I going to put in my spirit? God's word. What am I going to do this year? I'm going to put it in my spirit so I can make a difference this year. What type of ground are you? Well, I can look and say, hmm, the three's gone forth. What type of ground are you? I'm by the wayside. That's one. No. What type of ground are you? Well, I'm probably that stony place because there's a lot of rocks in my life. There's a lot of issues. No, no, no. I don't want to be the stony case. What type of ground are you? Well, I'm the one that fell among thorns. That when it grows up, I, okay, Pastor Fraser, you shared it, and I hear it, and I understand it, but other things are choking my word out. No, no, no. This is a year I'm going to be good grounds. I make up my mind. I made my mind up. I'm going to be good grounds this year. I'm going to be some good ground because when the word is sown, I'm going to be able to come back and say, look at these, Pastor Fraser. Here are the ones that I've shared God's word with. This is the result of me praying. This is the result of me fasting. This is the result of me studying God's word and listening to Christian radio. This is what happened when I studied God's word. God has given me an increase. God has caused me to multiply. And the thing about it, the church will be blessed when you are blessed. The church will begin to grow as you grow. The church will begin to multiply. We'll say, oh, it's getting tight in this place. We've got to do something and do something fast because you're sharing God's word. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not Sit against it. You're sitting against God's? Then look, check your word level. Check your word level. Let your gauge go and say, how much word do I have in me? Something that's not right, then my word level is wrong. And I know when you get real irritable, you know, real irritable, irritable, I can tell your word level is pretty low. Your gauge is getting low. You need a recharging, a refueling of God's word. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not. Sin against you. What type of ground are you? Just ask your neighbor. Say, neighbor, what type of ground are you? I don't mean to be nosy. But I just want to know what type of ground am I sitting by? Because if I'm good ground, good ground, want to sit by good ground. Okay, you're wayside. Okay, well, wayside sits somewhere else. You're stony places. You go somewhere else. You definitely a thorn. You go somewhere else. I don't need you to choke the word that I have because I'm good ground. And I believe God's going to give me an increase. This is my year for an increase. What type of ground are you? I'm good ground. You say, well, preacher, no need me lying in this place. If the truth be told, I'm not good ground, but I'm making myself good ground. That's my goal for this year. It's to be good ground. What are you going to do? I'm going to do a psalm a day. 
I'm going to do a proverb today. I think I'm going to start with the reading the book of John. Mm, I think I want to do Matthew and listen to the book. through. I think I'm going to listen to my CDs this week. What am I going to do? I'm going to fast. Well, I may not do a 24-hour fast. I may do a simple, small fast, but I'm going to at least make a start. I'm going to make an effort. I'm going to make improvement. Prayer? Mm, no, nah, I can't come to Monday night. Monday night from 7 to 8, that's just too much. I can't do that. But you know what? I'm free during the daytime. So maybe I'll go to 9th and D and go to their 12 o'clock noonday prayer. Oh, but that's too far. I don't feel like going to D.C. Well, maybe I'll go up here to Bishop Nelson's church right on 202. They have 12 o'clock noonday prayer. That's Landover Road. Maybe I can sneak in there and go in the head prayer service there. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get into it. That's what I'm trying to say. Whether you do it in this house or in another house, get into your prayer. Get into the word. Begin to fast. And watch God do an increase, give you an increase. Oh, God, I'm not going to let my situation choke me. Whew, I'm not going to let my circumstances choke the word that's in me. But I'm going to believe you for an increase. Because some fell on good ground. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. I pray that your word will find a good ground to fall upon. I pray that your word will find a good ground. Make me into a good ground. Amen. This has not been my year. I didn't do all the things I wanted to do. But I declare in the spirit, this will be my year to be a good ground. Where the word is sown. I understand it. It's plain. I can't say I don't understand it. It's clear. I know what I need to do. It's before me. Prayer, fasting, reading God's word, Christian radio, Christian TV, pour, Christian music. It's pouring into my spirit. It's ringing in my spirit. This is what I need to do. Tapping in to become productive and a good ground so that the word can be sown and bring back up increase. 100-fold, 60-fold, 30%. Thank you for the increase. Thank you for what you've done. Now I pray that those that are under the sound of my voice that have not received you as their Savior will make up their mind, I want to be saved. Save me, Lord. Fill me with the gift of the Holy Ghost. You've just heard Bishop Ronald Frazier with a powerful message. If you'd like to learn more about our ministry, feel free to drop by our website, www.ChristChurchInc.org. We're also on Facebook at ChristChurchInc and Instagram at Christ underscore Church underscore INC. Winning the World for Christ was produced by Sando Savant Media. Music is provided by the O'Neill Brothers Group. You can find more of their wonderful music at www.oneillbrothersgroup.com. We thank you for listening to today's message and truly hope that it was a blessing to you. Tune in next week for another great word. Until then, have a blessed week.